Welcome everyone to a special episode brought to you by the Random Access, Epic Default, and LeapBix.net podcast, recorded live on Sunday, August 31st, 2008 in Seattle, Washington, inside a Sheraton Hotel hotel room. Here are your panelists from the Epic Default podcast, Johnny Nero. Hello. And Click Pick Tony. Hello. From LeapBix.net podcast, Kazaa. Good idea. And from the Random Access podcast, Dave Pillay. Hey. And myself, Andy Lowe. Hi. Well, this is um, a special episode because it's like a combo episode. <laughs> yeah. Some never, kind. never done this before. Five people, one microphone, <laughs> and a, lot a of whole lot of packs. A whole lot of packs. That's what we'll call it right now. By booze, I mean packs. <laughs> by that, I mean booze. And a whole lack of sleep. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, the, let the podcasting orgy begin. Yes. <laughs> Pour me another... Oh, wait, I got my own doctor. <laughs> <laughs> would you like the cherry with that? <laughs> no, the cherry would be bad with that. So, the basically, the idea is, I think all of us... Pax is over. Pax is done. Pax is never over. For now. <laughs> well, okay, Pax over. For now, definitely. Yeah. Was finished. Have you been few... downstairs to the lobby? I, I saw that, and I and I finally realized what you were what you were meaning at the dinner earlier about Pax is not is isn't over. If you go downstairs to the lobby right now, it looks just like the tabletop area from the yep. Pike Street Annex. Yeah, all but, down there. It looks like they basically like this is the kick, they they kicked everyone out, and then you know they, they the table and just went moved over to the lobby. Uh, I, I find the most amusing part is they've got these lovely Microsoft surfaces. God knows how much they cost, and they're using them to play Magic on. $20,000 for a surface. And they get, it's a munchkin table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would like to, to point out, the Sheraton does have three Microsoft surfaces. surfaces. Which I is it's totally kick-ass. I only saw three. I only saw three. Yeah, I've been uh, all over the lobby. I've only... But still, that's three of three, them. Yeah. Twenty grand each. Each. And they and it's and they're seriously all that that's they that they've said they'd be. It's I think I spent what I think what the first day we got here on Thursday, I spent probably half an hour playing around with that thing. Yeah. I, it was kind of glitchy with me with the, the map. Andy couldn't even get the map to work. No, no. Yeah, the, this multi-touch display, I, I can't... You can't use it. it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to rotate and it doesn't... I'm trying to... It, <clears throat> the only thing that really sucked on it was that uh, they didn't have the uh, Bluetooth stuff yeah. set up on it. Uh, you can, like, set up a Bluetooth device activated and then... And then actually connect to be able to pull information or throw right. information back yeah, onto it. Around these kind of people, you know that you'd end up with like Goatee Man or Two Girls One Cup on every single one of those Microsoft surfaces. <laughs> these, and these what ones, is wrong with that? These surfaces were pretty locked down. Yeah. 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 But that's why I think really they were more of a demo than anything else. It's just like here's yeah, what we're but, working on. Exactly. It was a nice yeah. informational thing because I mean, if you notice, they had the thing automatically. If you throw it up, it's the uh, particularly the maps portion. It starts going over these are the restaurants you can check out. These yeah. are the different locations around Seattle if you want to check out. If you're not spending your entire just time in Seattle, it's this area. Yeah, yeah, right on here. It's the stuff around this area. Did uh, any of you get? Did any of you uh, see one when it was in screensaver? Yeah, the starfish. Yeah, starfish that you could actually touch and, yep. and the water would, would move with it. With it, it because I thought that was the coolest. Yeah, thing. I was playing with that last night, and yeah. I, I was trying to work out how to get it back to the normal surface. And I'm just you poking the starfish. The corner, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Andy and I actually we we kind of realized the potential for games in it, though, by making our own game even on this lockdown surface. Because uh, the, the, um, when you get to the, the, find the restaurants in this area, find the dining in this area, they're all on little cards, and you can move the cards around. 
you can right. also flick the cards around. You can flick them, nice. and they they, can, they they bounce off the walls. Really? Yeah. 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 So, so if you we throw were... it at the wall, it will bounce off at an angle. And so we we're trying to like literally keep all the cards on the other side of the table. Nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Actually. That's actually really good. Uh, they they, um, they actually developed a game for it to show off what uh, what it would be. Yeah. Uh, it's not here at the Sheridan, but it was, it was it's I think it's called like Firefly. And the only way to really describe it is a. Uh, Hungry Hungry Hippos using your fingers, but it's like you have to like yes, you have I to take your that. fingers and like and like like grab each firefly and like move it into your your thing. Yeah, I and remember seeing that. Yeah, it's not it's not here at the Sheridan. There have so been a couple just, concept games for it. Yeah, but, but yeah. yeah, but that's all it's really is. It's just been concept. There hasn't been anything come. come I've out. seen some different ones also that like utilizing for restaurants where they do. Uh, it's actually temperature sensitive, so it's like if you put a cold item, it's oh, usually for like nice. drinks. And so it automatically starts putting bubbles around it so you can start playing with. And then for hot stuff, it starts doing, like, heat waves coming off of it. That you can, like, they, like it'll come off as waves and you can, like, divert the waves. Like, stick so your hand on it. So it's a $20,000 stoner machine. I said this after, like, 20 minutes of playing this. It's brilliant and it has incredible potential, but they haven't realized it yet. And if you recall, I said the same thing about the Wii. Yes. When yeah. look where that's gone. Yeah. Nowhere fast. <laughs> Excuse me? The Wii? What? Okay. Nintendo booth. What was the, what were you looking forward to in the Wii? In the Nintendo booth? Yes. Uh, not much. The Chrono Trigger game. Okay. Yes. Apparently someone says that the Bleach DS game was really good. Really? But that's DS. Um, yeah. With the okay, Nintendo no Wii. Got that joke. Never I, I did and... Thank yeah. you. Yes. At least, yeah, at least yeah. someone caught the reference. Oh. Uh, uh, on the forum, some guy was uh, saying that the, that PAX itself was really bad because the expo, all because the expo hall was was crowded and stuff like that. And he said the only thing that was good about the expo hall was the Bleach DS game. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also pitching that there wasn't enough Bleach merch. Yes. Yes. Wow. In that there was none. Yes. Wow. And yeah. I just pulled up a uh, VG charts. Yeah. The Wii has forty-seven percent of total consoles sold. Yes, by Soccer yeah. Mom. Who's going to buy the Surface? Not Soccer Moms, not people like you and me. But I don't yeah. know where I'm going with it. It's <laughs> <actually> <laughs> really late at night for me. Yeah. See, if you could actually use Surface as almost like a Wacom tablet, that's fucking golden. Like I would oh. love to use that as a Dude, Photoshop like painting. editing. Yes. Using that as like using that for like a for a surface painting item as well as like yeah. as well as like I mean if I could blow yeah, if, you if, to, if, you if I could blow brushes. a photo up and then do like really no, detailed they, they Photoshop editing with that. They did stuff. It wasn't oh with the God. editing. They did stuff where it wasn't the editing, but with like just using it as a. a basically a light table for your photographs of like being able to enlarge a photo and look at it really fast, shrinking it down, tossing it off to the side. Yeah. Yeah. Well see, like the viewing, I like that. I liked I was actually messing with that, throwing a photo like grabbing a couple photos, toss them on there and then resizing and then spin them around, stuff like that. That's really cool. I like that for being able to review it. But for me, I see the potential greater. Like if in if you could utilize it for editing, editing oh, yeah. seems so much better. Yeah. I do remember seeing in one of the original uh, concept videos on the surface was like they were showing off a surfboard store where you could get a surfboard. You could take decals from like your own pictures, rotate them, crop them, resize them, paste them onto the surfboard, then get your finger, uh, sign the surfboard yourself, and then. Uh, it, it's like saying you could use this in a surfboard store or a skateboard right. store right. and create your own deal. 
the, yeah, only, the only the only thing I see bad about that is that it does become finger painting, which is which is cool in its own self. But when like but you it, have to when you nonsense. have to sign with your own finger, I mean, has anyone ever tried to sign their name with their own finger? You know, if I then you bust out a quick stylus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like they had a stylus that came with the surface, and it would be it would be much better. But. And you could you could take that further instead of stylus, you could have like specialized that you could have brushes. Yeah. yeah. Which goes back to the editing thing. You know, it's one thing on Photoshop to enlarge your cursor or make mm -hmm. it smaller, but if you actually just go and grab a different brush that has a different stroke to it. Yeah, right. Well, on, on things like the Wacom, you use uh, the, uh, how much force you put on the tip. Pressure. So that, yeah. that, yeah, you change the pressure and it changes the size of the brush or the brush stroke uh, right. when you mm -hmm. use it. So. But the, the surface doesn't have touch sensitivity. Pressure, pressure sensitivity. Yeah, we we were yes. trying that with the water. With, well, it might, and they just didn't have it. No, no, no. It, it, from what from the demos I saw, it did. Yeah, I think it's so. that the water screensaver doesn't utilize that. Okay, probably, but it so. still has it. Okay, I get you. It should be Speaking fine. of yeah. like like really awesome jobs with stylus, man. When I was watching the um, make a strip with the uh, where Gabe was like talking <sighs> and then like. And drawing in the He's back. Chimney Christmas. I didn't think someone could draw a comic strip that quickly. And just, like, his strokes are so quick and confident. It's insane. Yeah, but think about how much practice he's had. That, true. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Is. I mean, he has he's had years of practice, but I was just like, I was seeing him doing it. And that's, you could obviously tell that he had had that much practice. Because he was just going over and just, like, draw quickly. And then it's like, dip, zip, zip. And, like, trying to find the right yeah. exact one that he was happy with. And he would, contri he would quickly control Z, control that, Z, That's, control that's Z, what perfect. I love watching that, is that how many times he did control Z. He'd do something, he control Z, do it again in a different way. he control Z, do it again in a different way until he finally found the right one. Yeah. And he still yeah. got it done in an hour and a half. Yeah. With coloring, yeah. too. And, that was and shading. Fun. No, it wasn't even that, but he... he he, he, the background. I, I'm not gonna tell because I, I don't know who was at the who was at the make strip panel here. But with the with with the background, he actually used multiple colors yeah. over layers. I've seen it. him make strips though because he does the PATV broadcast. Yeah, right. Um, and he actually he actually said you know try and start that again. But no, and, I, and I've seen that a couple times too. But I haven't seen the way that he's done backgrounds in this way. He literally took I think six different colors for the background and just oh and tinted everything that color. Yeah. Oh, uh, the one thing, I, I mean, I don't know how much you guys do a lot of Photoshop work. I was surprised by the lack of layers he utilized. Yeah. I was like, he would like... In a like, comic like that, you expect he was, far yeah, more. I was expecting like about at least 30 layers. He was using like eight yeah. for the entire uh, comic strip. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I couldn't, I didn't even, I couldn't even do that with a, with like even any of the flyers that I, that I made. I've seen a, the guy who does CAD comic control, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah, yeah. He posted his a recording of him once. I think he had like fifty layers. Yeah, I, that's like what I, the eyes were a layer, the face was a layer, the mouth was a layer. Yeah, exactly. Gabe's just like and drawn done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just he's just so confident with his stro with his strokes and his with his drawing ability that it. I mean, he just he'll start going off and just makes like half the strip, and then he's like, oh yeah, other layer. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of goes at it at that. Almost as an afterthought. You know, I should probably start with the layer. Yeah, the whole eggs in one basket kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think he only uses layers in in the way that you would do it with like you have like a foreground, no, uh, yeah. no ground in the background. That's pretty much it. Yeah, so. and it, yeah, and it kind of lends it. It kind of makes me feel think of the like 
the old way of comic strips where yeah. you just have like the piece of paper and you just yeah. go and add it. And that's the that's the real difference is he draws the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. the people who use these forty eight fifty layer ones, they have pre drawn stuff that they just bring in and then size. Oh yeah, like and that that adds the the individuality of each strip. It's and to a whole other level, and it's it really lends itself well to the to his art and his art form, mm-hmm. which is kind of kind of odd to say, but yeah, it's definitely an art form when it comes to comics are art. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. No, this, yeah, I mean, it, it's like isn't it officially an art? Depends on which artist you talk to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, yeah. No, there's movies, books, photographs, painting, drawing. I'm missing some sculpture. Yeah. I think... Well, so. you're looking at art the different... When I was in class, the contemporary uh, study of television and criticism, that one, there was... Oh, two was What? Yeah. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. But they were talking about uh, pop art, social art, things like that. So it was talking about, like, elite art. I would... But, yeah, I think comics could easily be under pop art. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hands it's down. Trying yeah, trying yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's considered Could, art under under like pop art, maybe, but it's not considered know. art in yeah. its own in its own being. I mean, hell, it be. to, to be honest with you, yeah, photography really is just barely now an art. Yeah, uh, it's like now considered. Years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's that was the big thing of and like then digital photography set the whole thing back twenty years. Yeah, and now digital photography is like, oh, everyone and their dog can do it, so it's no longer yeah. art. Well. Fuck you! I can still take a photo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Digital photography is still photography. Yeah, yeah, right. it's, it's the same thing because it, it opened photography so much and made it so easy to do anything. People are like, "Well, it's not art anymore." Yeah, the 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 there are even photographers who say digital photography is not art. Oh yeah, Actually, they, yeah. There are there are photographers that refuse to use. Uh, digital photography. They only use film because they say if they use digital photography, then they're no longer producing art. Actually, funny story related to this. I I don't consider myself a artist in any way, shape, or form. I take photos because it it's a memory for me. Mm-hmm. And I when I got to my hotel room, I walked inside. Went, whoa, this is amazing. I'm, I can't believe that Pax is pretty much half the price for me to be able to stay in this great hotel room. And I started taking photos to show my friends back home. It's like, hey, look, I'm in a swanky hotel. <laughs> and I posted them all to Flickr. I had someone comment on one of the photos of I saw my, this. You showed me this, this of, the other of day. Of my hotel room with beds saying, these are really great tones. It's really great. It's a happy snap of my hotel room. And he's saying it's got great tones. <laughs> Yeah. Some people want to be critics, well, not necessarily in the negative sense, but critics. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, well, it's, we'll, we'll comment on it. One thing I've noticed yeah. a lot with, like, I mean, I, I guess since we're bringing up the, the site Flickr, it's a, uh, it seems to be definitely a group of people that like to encourage people to to, to do more photo- like do more photography. So mm-hmm. most of the comments are things of like, oh, they see a photo and it's like, oh, I really want to tell them like that. This and this and this of it is good, so it gets them to shoot more photos. This is awesome. Yeah, and so it and so it's it's things that try to encourage people to keep taking more photos. (laughs) Or then you find I love the emotion that you captured with that. You you then come across a random photo of the. I just got shake. I love the the stress and agony of the crisp lines. 
I didn't actually mean to take that picture. Yeah, that, that, that's a picture of my pocket. What are you talking about? <laughs> but speaking of but speaking of photography, Andy, what? How did you like being photographed pretty much every five seconds? Oh, okay. May I explain to the listening public? Andy decided to cosplay at PAX this year. Yes. And mm-hmm. Andy cho- and had had I really been thinking, I would have been the evil twin that I found out about at PAX. But Andy dressed as Waldo for all three days. Impressive. Wait. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back t- five seconds. You didn't know about Waldo's evil twin. Yeah. You know? Loud. Okay. Wait. So- he was here. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. I, I knew about it a long time ago when I was very young and watched the Waldo cartoon. Oh my gosh, that takes me back. Yeah, where they had the Where's Waldo during the commercial. The, yeah, like at the very, like at, like at the end of every commercial, you had like the 10 seconds to find him. Yeah. Oh. So I, I do remember, and I had completely forgotten until someone told me about it. Like, well, he had an evil twin. He's like, yeah, the yellow and black one. I like, I sort of, I looked it up, and I'm like, I remember that! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> but, um, to, to kind of explain the, the, I, why I decided to do this crazy outfit... Yes, please explain this. Yes, seriously. Yeah. Okay. He needs explanation. <laughs> so, I mean, other than the fact of the chicks, but we all know that, but anyway. <laughs> but so boy, boy, did the chicks come in. So many oh. people stopped Andy for pictures. Not just chicks, I mean, like... Yeah. Well, Every, see, there had to be a 45-year-old mother who... Yeah, the, uh, was the, son. the first person who actually stopped me to get a photo was a mother. No, Nothing to do with Pax. She was just here for something else. And she's in like... Convention Center. Yeah. In fact, wasn't that a BYOC challenge at one point? It was actually a BYOC challenge to find me and yeah. take a photo of me. Yeah. But the, the mom... The mom, um, she said, like, uh, like, I keep on going through my kid's stuff. He's like 20 years old now, but I keep him going through his stuff, and I keep him finding all these old Wallow stickers from when he was younger, and so, and he just was obsessed with Wallow, so is there a way I can get your phone? I'm like, oh yeah, no problem, and then that the was cascade uh, became... After yeah, that... It was, it was a spiral. <laughs> but, um, it actually came off of the Assassin's game that was going on at PAX. Really? Yes. What? Really? Okay, so the Assassin's game, you have to go and hunt somebody down in the crowd. You get these, you get these cards, and they all have symbols on them, and there's someone else in packs that has a matching symbol of some sort, either by shape and color, or uh, just, just shape. shape. And you get certain points depending on which, which target you assassinate, and they give you the tag. And yeah. Well, people were talking about this, like, oh, like, I'm just trying to find one person in this crowd. It shouldn't be too bad. I'm like, um, it's one person in a crowd of 50,000 people. Like that that's impossible. That's like trying to find Waldo. <laughs> oh, Dang. <God. laughs> yeah, and then the light bulb went off in my head and I like the, the really ironic th- thing about the whole Waldo costume is that Andy was easily the most recognizable person at Pat. I swear to God, probably I would I would almost go to say all 50,000 attendees who were at least pre-registered, I don't know what the final total was yet. It's probably close to 60,000. Probably found Andy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, most likely. It was yeah. like, Waldo! Yeah. I found him! I found him! The best comment was uh, the second day as we were leaving the convention, coming back to the hotel, some guy on the street corner shouted out, Hey, I love your books. <laughs> wow. That, that's that's what I was hoping. I was like, okay, at the convention center, everybody's like, hey, I found you, I found you, I found you. I'm like, yes, that's, that's good. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. 
But then it's like the people who, who people who like think of something like better than I found you. Hey, I enjoy your books. Right. The guys at the concert on Saturday night. Yeah. You remember? Like they, they, there were these two guys because Andy, Andy and I were at the Anamanaguchi concert on Saturday night, and whole other story but he actually came up to me at one point in time and goes how do you stand this like yelling into my ear at the, at the sound of it because of, to me since being a musician the concerts weren't really that loud when we were standing in the back but for some reason to Andy they were I, I treasure my sensitive hearing right. which is yeah. odd since you were in percussion for four that's years. one I learned about my hearing was because of percussionists and because of the percussion people are like look you guys need ear protection you guys need to yeah. cover your ears it's right. like bringing us people who have horrible ear problems and they're in their mid thirties. For John and I, though, it's it's the thing of being in a rock band and yeah, yeah. and we like, and we usually <laughs> use ear protection. Yeah, and we usually do use ear protection. We just happen to have left it at home this time. But anyway, as Andy and I were talking, these guys started randomly coming up and giving him stuff, being like, "I found your watch. I found your piece of paper. I found you know stuff like that." So I actually, I actually went up to him and was like, "No, you see, he really needs his cane." You need to go find his cane. And I almost got one of them to actually run out and try to find it. Are you serious? Almost. Oh I was like, that close. <laughs> Did you get the look in his eye where he's like, like trying to hold himself? Like, yeah, like, like he, was, he was like, really, there's a cane? And I was, and I, was like, and I, 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 I actually stopped it because I was like, no, they couldn't do it. I couldn't let him do it. That, that would just be oh. yeah. way too mean. But it's things like that. It was the people, the, um, I get interviewed by Channel 3. I don't even know where Channel 3 is. Probably <laughs> local. Probably local TV station. But you got really? interviewed? Yeah. yeah, I got interviewed when? by... <laughs> right before the Omega Knot. Uh, final. Damn you! What? Yeah. I wonder if Channel guys? 3 no. is live as Channel. Oh, really? I think it Maybe, is. That, that might be it, yeah. Because <laughs> were they actually at PAX? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In that case, it's probably them because she yeah. would have brought them in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well they, were, they were interviewing me. I was like, hey, what was the whole Waldo costume? And explained the basic story. He's like, what's with the Omega Knot final? And I said the other thing. He's like, uh, thanks. Now get lost. <laughs> Did he really say get lost? He get lost. Awesome. <laughs> Next year, you need to talk to someone at PAX and, like, put items around. If you're doing Waldo again, you need to, like, See, yeah, no, seriously, well, like, 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 talk to the enforcers and like have because different items with like different areas the of the book, enforcers. You need to find Waldo. Then you need to find the shit that he's leaving behind. Yeah, yeah. that's like that's like the bonus round with the Waldo books. It's like every every single every page that you do, he has lost his, he has lost a specific item, and it's actually but hidden what, within what the picture. What is that? What is that gonna do? People will enjoy it. Yeah. It's uh, like, trust me. Oh boy, will enjoy here we go. It. It's like the bad horse thing that we did this weekend. And here so, we go. Yeah. Yes, and, what, yeah. What, what, what is this like bad the, horse thing? Or okay. like the losing okay. marbles This thing. is the, yeah, the losing the marbles thing. I want to tell the story. You do it for no reason, but other than it's freaking fun, yeah. you know? I'd like to point out, by the way, as we are getting into the bad horse thing, mm-hmm. 4,000 views. Seriously? Wow. Yes. Oh my okay, wait, god. I wanna, okay, I want to. Okay, I want to tell the story. Okay, I want to tell the story because I think it's great. Okay, what happened was that. Uh, oh shit! Um, five thousand views. Oh shit! <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Wow. Okay, this is this is crazy. Wait, 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 okay. wait, before, wait. Before you go on, I'm just gonna say something right now. Uh, we're epic deep. You know, epic default. That's where Anthony and I are from. But you probably won't be able to find it for the next week. Between the 401 and the fact that we still have to get over to Houston and there's supposedly Gustav that's coming over. Yeah. Yeah, there's a hurricane. Okay, okay, yeah, a Gustav is a hurricane. 
fuck that anyway. Call me hurricane. Before I start going, into, before I start going into French named hurricanes, and I'm pissed off about that. I will go into how we came up with the whole, the whole, what the whole bad horse thing is, mm-hmm. and what it is is a, okay for anyone that have watched Doctor Horrible's sing along blog. If you haven't, go check it out. It is. Fucking awesome! I think I think I can speak for everyone else by saying, pause this podcast and go watch this. <laughs> and then you can res- and, and then come watch, back to it. watch all three we'll acts and then come back. So yeah. go pause; it'll take you forty minutes. Doctorhorrible.com. It's yeah. also on. So. Don't watch it while trying to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that could end terribly. And now, <laughs> okay. what, what happened? Can we try that? I was doing that last time we brought up Dr. Horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you watch it, you'll notice that there's a part where Neil Patrick Harris's character, Dr. Horrible, gets a letter from the Evil League of Evil. And when he opens up the letter from Bad Horse, suddenly these three cowboys come out of nowhere and start singing the letter to him. So John came up with the brilliant idea of like, wouldn't it be awesome if we actually, like, gave out a letter to someone randomly at PAX, and then, like, we had three guys that came out and sang the letter to recreate that scene? And everyone, and he was, and he gave, and he gave the suggestion on, on the IRC chat, on the PAX IRC chat, and, um, everyone was going, like, man, this sounds great, this is awesome, I love it. But no one was, like, actually saying, like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. So John was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Who wants to? And so he gives me a call at work, and he's like, "Okay, I got this idea, and you're gonna think it's gonna be terrible, but I want to do I want to do this thing." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? That's a great idea. I'll do it with you. We just gotta find a third person." He's yeah. like, "Really? Yeah, yeah." yeah. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I was, and a good idea. Okay, <laughs> holy fuck!" I'm like, "You're a singer. I'm a singer. We can get someone else who can half-assedly sing. We'll be fine. It's a chorus for God's sakes." <laughs> Ignored our advice and still haven't watched Doctor Horrible. I'm going to play the song for you. Bad horse, bad horse, bad horse. He rides across the nation, the thoroughbred of sin. He got the application that you just sent in. It needs evaluation, so let the games begin. A heinous crime, a show of force, a murder would be nice, of course. Bad horse, bad horse, bad horse. He's bad. The evil league of evil is watching, so beware. The grade that you receive will be your last. We swear. So make the bad horse gleeful. Or he'll make you his mare. You're saddled up, there's no recourse. It's Hyo Silver, side man horse. Okay, I have to describe something right now because we were all being quiet so that you could hear it. But quite literally, everyone in this room was reenacting the whole scene. Particularly. Okay, yeah, so Anthony was getting quite into it, and Johnny was just losing it. Laughing. Yeah. I, I was, I was okay. seriously trying not to laugh. Okay, I'm doing this I looked all... around at everyone, even Andy, who earlier said <laughs> earlier said that he hated us because he's going to have this song stuck in his head the entire trip home. Okay, I, no, I, I I have to do it because it's been stuck in my head all weekend doing it over and yeah. over again. This is why my voice sounds this way for anyone who's actually listened to our, to our podcast and knows what I sound like. So, but okay, so John comes up with the idea. He and then he goes back on the IRC chat and goes like, "Okay, Anthony says willing to do it with me. I want to do it. Let's get someone else to to help us out with it." So we get uh, Prox to help. No, we get Hoon first. Okay, yeah, oh yeah, Hoon said that he would be willing to mm-hmm. to help us out with it. Hatsake said that he that we should get a fourth person to help out with it that would be uh, that would actually hand out the letter. Right. 
And so he and he says that he would be willing to print out the letters and uh, and then hand it out to pe- uh, hand it out to people as a surprise, and then we'd just swoop in out of nowhere with uh, fake mustaches and then cowboy hats. Except for myself, I was wearing a black bowler, and uh, and I didn't. And you didn't have fake mustache. I didn't have the fake mustache. You were the outcast. Yeah, I was the one outcast because I actually had the curly mustache. I didn't feel like yeah. ripping it off. The one thing I'd like to point out is that when when he went to print these these letters, it wasn't just like he typed the lyrics in the letter. Like he actually went and looked at the video and paused it and copied the letterhead. Yes. No. No. Yeah. He, no. Here's what happened: is is I was bored at work one day and I knew we needed letters, so I went ahead and typed out the letters and I made a header and a footer and a footer to make it look business like. And on the and on the footer, I actually like like came up with a fake address and a fake phone number. It was like, and I and I like went and researched like what the California because since it was it was based in the whole show was based in Los Angeles. I like I said it was like the Evil League of Evil something like like. Uh, I think it was like I think originally you had like Death Valley. Yeah, it was like it was like it was I, I, Death, Death Valley. <laughs> that would actually make a lot of sense. And, and, the, and the phone number was like six 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 some 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 other uh, other number and all that stuff. And I said six seven five three zero nine. Yeah, and, I, and, um, and later on in the project, I sent it I sent it to Hatsaki um, because we we actually over Skype we would have meetings uh, every now and then to just kind of like like do little idea kind of things and and we would. Uh, so I sent it to him, and about a week later, he comes back with it, and it has, like, a better header, an actual letterhead, and a gigantic freaking hoof. <laughs> it comes up about half the page. <laughs> but the, but he's, 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 he tells me what, what he did with it. What he did was he went to, he took the, one of the scene, the scene of, of the letter, and apparently in one of the frames, you can see the, the letterhead through the top, through the letter. Like, the light shines through enough that you can see it, and he actually blew it up and changed it. And for the life of me, I don't know how he did it, but he came up with a mimic for the actual letterhead for the letter. And, yeah. And, and he, it, oh, and John came up, actually, brilliant idea. He actually took the the lyrics for the song, and then he put it as, like, a first per. he changed it to the first person, from where the song is, and then it wrote it as an actual formal letter. Yeah, yeah, right. I never showed. I, we never showed I those saw, letters to you. I saw yes. one in the letter. You didn't see one of those. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, uh, so uh, like, I am the thoroughbred. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. It's like I ride throughout the nation. I'm the thoroughbred of decision. It's all that stuff, and all in the first person, as if you were actually writing a letter, a formal letter to another person. And it's and so we just combined it, and we got these letters. And so I, I personally. I figured everyone would have an idea, or at least a good number would have an idea of what the hell was going on. Right. Like, and once we actually started going with it. But I wasn't quite sure as far as the reaction that we'd get from yeah, it. Yeah, we, we basically, basically we thought that was going to we happen. Get. Yeah, we, all, we basically thought that the reaction was going to either be, no one got it, and it would just be fun for the four of us. Or a bunch of people would get it, and it would take off. It would be just absolutely just massive, like, like people would be talking about it for a while. And it's not quite, and it didn't quite get that reaction, but it got pretty darn close. Yeah, um, and what, what the thing, the thing uh, that really hit it off for uh, was we decided, we get there the first day. We're there in the morning, and we're walking around. John... Oh, wait, 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 wait we, we skipped something. Hoon actually wasn't able to, like, he came up with uh, some, some prior commitments that he had to take care of. That he, he, did, he didn't realize tell us. So literally, 
two weeks before we, we get in the car to come out here uh, to, to go here, I have to go on to IRC and say, I need to find someone else. And thank God Proximity stepped up and did it. And Yeah, and he did a damn good job. And I yeah, really, yeah, the, we it, really appreciate like, that. That was the one comment we got from a bunch of people when we did it, is that we sounded really good with everything that we did. Yeah, even, like, okay, well, I guess kind of fast forwarding, but like Will Wheaton, which we were able to get him, we were able to bad horse him. He wait, wait, like so bad horse like yeah. well I guess actually someone? actually uh, pork fry co- considered just just called it horsed yeah we horsed oh, him yeah so we, we horsed Will Wheaton Rick Rolls is horse yeah his, Rick, yeah. Rick horse is now <laughs> yeah so. Rick Rolls is Rick horse that's what you call it you just got Rick horse but is that what we should call it. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll leave it up to the I'll leave it up to the web web to figure out All right, so, the correct terminology for so this. Rick Horst, horse roll. <laughs> so yeah, horse, bad, bad horse. Well, you see, the, but like to, what, to be able to we, get to that, we got to tell a whole other story. So we got kind of kind of okay, but up, like, but, quick, but quick thing right that here. was just that I was trying to say was that Will Wheaton actually we got through the whole thing, and his first comment was like. Was that the actual guys? Yeah, he yeah. sounded so good that when we left for the first for the first few seconds, he was like, "Wait, wait were those the real guys?" <laughs> he was freaked out. But okay, so what ended up happening? But there's another thing about Will, but I'll, I'll tell that later. That yeah, so we so we get Prox, we get everything set. We do uh, the morning of the first day. We do we talk over exactly how we want to do it. We get it all planned out. We're all comfortable with we it. We rehearse and twice. rehearse twice. And then we're like, okay, let's just go for and it. How did you guys rehearse? Huh? How did you rehearse? Did you Basically, like go up to some random person? No, or no, no. What, no what happened is that, I, I, have to, I have to preface this. Before we got here to Seattle, we had not met Proximity, we had not met Hatsaki at any time over Skype. And we refused to rehearse over Skype because the lay of it was going to be so horrible that it wouldn't work at, at all. Right. So what we did is that if we, it literally took 15 minutes, I swear to God. All four of us met down um, outside of the Sheridan uh, lobby. Uh, we ran over exactly like like how everything runs in. Hot sack. We run in, uh, but not run in. We walk in, give them the letter, say, "I have an urgent message for you. You need to read this immediately." And as soon as they'd open up the letter, we'd start the song. And then we'd stop there and be like, "Okay, how would we start the song?" And then we we quickly like throw out ideas of, "Okay, maybe one person can do it." We all three of us will just be watching, and we came up with the best idea would be one person would start it, and we just build it from there. Yeah, and, and so on. on that one, it was John started it. We'd all jump in after that point and sing it on through, and then uh, and, then like, we, and then we and then we go on through the rest of the song, and then we got to a point where uh, uh, so make the matter gleeful, he'll make you his mare, and then what? And then we were thinking, okay, so how can we time that out? And then we said, okay, we'll build it again. One person will sing it when they feel like it. The next person will come in, and the next person, and then Anthony will do his high horse over thing, sign that horse, and then we said, and then the one thing that I that I really pushed on with it, it like everyone else had a lot of things, but the one thing that I really wanted to keep was the fact that it's we get in and we bolt. As soon as we get, yeah, immediately after we finish. Okay, so I saw them pull this off the, like the first time when they actually horsed, bad horsed someone, mm-hmm. rip yeah. horsed someone. We'll, we'll get, we'll get horse to roll with the side of the Whenever they did this to someone, mm-hmm. I saw I was there the first time and I was watching them. I was recording them on my camera. I was mm-hmm. videotaping this damn thing and I looked down to stop the camera and I looked up when they were done 
and they were gone. Yeah, what? I, I had to like actually look around like, wait, where the fuck did they just go? <laughs> yeah. I was I was three feet away. Yeah, what we did well, was one we of them. I was actually following them with my eyes, and they actually disappeared right in front of my eyes. <laughs> Johnny, the expo hall had closed, and Johnny had bolted into the expo hall yeah. past. Enforcers. Seriously, no. were there. I don't This is because I didn't. I didn't realize the expo hall was closed. Because when I do that, I was literally like, I gotta get the fuck away from here, so that it's so it's far away, so that people don't know where I am. And I literally take two steps past the enforcers, and I realize I just passed enforcers <laughs> that don't usually stand there. And as soon as I think that, the guy's like, you can't go in there. And I literally stop, and I'm like, I'm not. I just needed to get uh, the hell out of the way. This is exactly where I'm stopping. <laughs> I'm stopping right here. Nice. That's, that's it. Uh, I'm not going in. It's I'm great. This far it's great. No we should problem. probably say who your first target was. Yes. Yes. Um, cool. Actually, that, that's a funny story, too, because uh, we uh, the whole goal for this was that we were going to hit random people, but the two people we wanted to hit the most was Gabe and Tyco. Of course. Which... Yeah. Yeah, of course, because that's what they did. It's packs. Um, so we actually had the idea of, you know, the best time to hit them would probably be at a panel, and then that turned into, we got to get backstage behind them. And that turned into, we got to talk to Koo and see if we can get them backstage behind them. And luck would have it, Hot Saki was going to Comic-Con, and who happened to be at Comic-Con when he went to the Penny Arcade booth but Robert Koo? So he actually talked to him, and Robert Koo originally said, that's a really good idea, here's my card, send me an email, we'll, we'll figure that all out, you know, all that stuff. Two months pass. In those two months, Hot Saki might have called him once every three days. Then we got a call back. Ouch. So, um, and, and that's nothing against... Against Koo or anything like that, because he's I mean, probably a really yeah. freaking busy man. Yeah, particularly with PAX coming up. Especially with PAX coming up. Um, so, we get here, we, uh, we set up in the BROC, and we see Koo over in the uh, the PC Free Play, which is right next to where, next to him. And so I tell, I tell Hasaki, he's like, hey, there he is right over there, go see if we can do it. And he goes over there, and I think his direct quote was, uh, it's, it's not going to work because the logistics of it, won't, um, it just doesn't seem like it would work out. Now, no offense to Kuro Penny Arcade, but it's three guys getting backstage. Now, that's just my personal I mean, opinion. I think, no, yeah, I there's, think if, I, if I may jump in, mm-hmm. being someone who actually did get backstage, yeah. it would have been harder than you think. Really? Because Tycho and Gabe were backstage. Ooh. They would have seen you. They actually, Gabe saw the case. But... Uh, oh, really? No. Yeah, he didn't know what it was, though. So it was oh, okay, good. All right. yeah. he, like, we were all leaning over. We just unboxed it. We're looking at it with the cell phones because it's right. pitch black back there. So we got like five people leaning over a case. Get to the case in a little bit. Yeah, I, but, you do realize we're probably going to be here for four hours recording. Yeah. We're trying to so go over everything. There's like happened. five people leaning over the case. I got Jaden and Big Red, who are like two of the top enforcers in me. Like, and all of a sudden, I look off to my left, and, and Gabe is standing there looking like, what are we looking at? <laughs> like, uh, buttons. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool, they walks off. Oh, wow. Like, wow. That was a huge bullet. You just, that was yeah, a, that that was was a cannonball. That, that's a cannonball. <laughs> like, man, this thing's so awesome. This looks so great. I look up, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> No, but, um, I think I think one of the other problems uh, that uh, Koo would have been talking about logistics would would have been being able to get you guys hooked up because on stage. That, oh, that is true. That is, yeah. that is really you, true. Nobody would have um, heard you in the audience at all. That, okay. Yeah. That is so there really yeah. were. But anyway, anyway, so logistics. so we said that and we didn't argue with Koo because 
Koo's the guy who runs the show. Koo is the man. He, you know, he's like pretty much the last end-all be-all of anything. So then we decided, okay, backup plan. Let's see if they walk the halls. Let's keep an eye out for them. Let's see if they walk the floor. So I'm going through, going through the expo hall, doing reconnoitering for like any time I'd ever go back into it, which was never. But um, and that's not that's not saying anything that was bad. It's just that I just never got the chance yeah, to. You were busy. Yeah, I was just you too were, busy. You were bad forcing people. And pretty much. And I happened to walk by, and I almost missed him. I almost missed him. I, I walk by, and I see this really tall, lanky guy in glasses, and I'm looking at him, like he looks really familiar. And I hear him speak, I'm like, "That's Gabe." Okay. So I immediately get on the phone to Hatsaki and be like, "Hey, I can confirm that they do walk the that they do walk the floor, so we can get them at some point in time." And quite later, this is what I hear him once, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's good. That's that's good. That's really good." That and. Oh shit, get out of the expo hall now. Get in, get to the okay. bridge, get to the sky bridge, so, get to the fucking sky bridge. That right there, yeah. I had just run into the BYOC. Mm-hmm. Because I had just been told by a friend of mine that <laughs> was sitting on the sky bridge. Yeah. We get out into, uh, I get out to the expo hall, I grab Anthony on the way up there, and I go, apparently Hot Saki wants us to be out there. And yeah. he comes up and goes, and literally looks at us and goes, we're getting Felicia Day. And I look at him, and, and, and we this haven't done this. Very this is our one. very first snipe. For people who don't know, Felicia Day is the... It plays Penny in Dr. She's, Horrible. She's the, the damsel in distress yeah. in Dr. Horrible's sing-along club. Right. She's one of three main characters. Yes, exactly. And we haven't done it yet. Packs have been open for, what, maybe an hour? <laughs> Yeah, like it, two hours at most. Yeah, you know, and, and and I was actually getting antsy. I was I was actually like, you know, I want to do someone. I was about to call Hot Saki and be like, okay, when are we doing someone? And we go out there, and I go, I and he goes, we're getting Felicia Day. I look at him and go, now? <laughs> he goes, yeah. You don't want to warm up first? He's like, <laughs> no, she's right there. Got to do it. And so we're like, okay, fine, let's just yeah, do okay, this. Yeah, okay, let's do it. But the thing is, is that, like, the way I have to put my mustache on is to be able to easily remove it, I have to put double-sided tape that has, the backing's kind of difficult to take off, especially when your hands are shaking. It was great, like, prox, Proximity and I are just like, oh man, this is great, and John's just Freaking out! Uh, no, I'm not freaking he's, out. But he's got really like my hand is trim is. Tr- I'm sure the shot the of Rondo didn't help either. Oh yeah, that's that's true. I did have a shot of Rondo right before that. Right before so that happened. he's got his. Uh, I swear, I'm surprised he didn't put his mustache on his forehead. <laughs> it was so bad. But like, so we get over, we get in position, and we all like and hands are over the letter, and she's oh, just confused so as hell mm-hmm. when she gets the letter, and she opens it, opens it up. And we hit jump, her. and we hit her, and like not she gets physically. No, not, 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 not physically. For those of you that now hate us, we did not physically assault Felicia yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> or shoot her because the video is called sniping her at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, when we go up there, we sing to her, and, and she has this. She has this look of utter surprise at first. Yeah, she's got like her hand to her mouth. She's yeah. just like wide-eyed, like freaking out. And like, then, looking like, at the hand, oh, like, 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 like what the what the hell's going on? It looks like she's so incredibly uncomfortable. Like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? Yeah, but then, then about halfway through, she 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 realizes what goes on. Her. And starts like riding a horse, throw, you know, like like doing all stuff, Dancing like getting around. into it, and that kind of stuff. And we end, we bolt. And all and I, I'm just trying to find a place to go to where I can I can put my hat back in my back in my backpack and hide my mustache again. But I hear behind me like people 
screaming and hollering. Clapping. And and the original plan was is that we bolt and we don't do anything. We don't go back. We don't say anything unless they come and grab us later. But there were so many people clapping that I kind of fa- found the eyes of, of Proxy Anthony and said, "Okay, we've got to go back." Okay, well, no, I'm going to preface that too. Find the find the eyes of Prox and Anthony after like. Five minutes of goddamn searching for a guy with a mohawk. Okay, John is a goddamn ninja when it comes to like. <laughs> 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 yes. I was standing next to Felicia Day. He's like, "Can we get them back? I, w- I want to do that again. No, I want no, to no. get it on video." Well, like, we'll, we'll, we will. We would separate after each time. We'd separate. We go completely different directions. Completely different directions. Like proximity, we could find mm-hmm. myself. Like guy with uh, okay, I'm a guy with a goddamn pointy, pointy beard and curly mustache. He's, I'm not that he's, hard. He's to, got the V for vendetta, vendetta. Facial I've got the guy going. Fox fa- facial yeah. hair here. Go on. So like me, hard to find. Guy with a goddamn mohawk is guy <laughs> with with multicolored mohawk. It, it, well, blonde and brown hair. Yeah, like impossible to find. He somehow like blends into the crowd, and it's just you cannot find it and what anywhere. Was, what, what was so funny is, is, is I'm go, we're going back a little bit because I remember there's one conversation in IRC about how I was saying we have to bolt, we have to disappear, and people were like, yeah, you can just walk away. I'm like, no, I'm being serious. We have to fucking disappear. <laughs> I said, I'm not. Uh, okay, I'm cussing way too much. I'm not screwing it's, around. We have, we have an explicit. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not fucking around with this kind of thing. Johnny, um, you sound like the perfect flash mob because the flash mobs I've attended in Perth. I've had to tell people, guys, the point of a flash mob is to disperse afterwards, and nobody does. You I've wanted to are do the that. king yeah, of dispersing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, hands down. It's absolutely amazing. Like, uh, yeah, because like, I was totally of that approach. As soon as I started hearing all that applause, like, there was probably, there was a damn, damn near like 20, 30 people applauding. Mm-hmm. Like, after just our first one, I was like, damn. Yeah. And, I, and plus, I really wanted to... S- me yeah, So I was like, yeah, Might have I was like walking away, walking away, before, yeah, coming yeah. back, coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on, on my secret. What I do is that I never would come directly back. I I bolt circle around. and then I just make a large circle. Hundred yard around. circle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, 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 the hall, go yeah. across the street. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty, 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 it was larger than I probably needed to do. But go to Vancouver. Taking a ferry. <laughs> 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 Stop by a Starbucks, get a double mocha shake. <laughs> Come back to the hall. <laughs> but yeah, so we came back and um, she goes, she, she, she literally told us, she's like, do that again. She says, that was amazing. I want you to do that again because I want to get it on video. And the second time that we did it really wasn't that good because she said she wanted to act like Neil, like Neil Patrick Harris was, who plays Dr. Horrible in this movie. And actually, we've let it. But what was really funny about this is that she looks at us and goes, wait, what was he doing during this scene? <laughs> which, which... Oh, ice. Oh, okay. We have, we have an ice leak right now onto what looks like rather expensive newspaper. equipment over there. No, it's uh, newspaper. newspaper. It's hitting the newspaper. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is there? Uh, no, don't worry. It's just my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think pause. 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 Fine. Pause. All right. So crisis. Okay. When, when are yeah. we live? Good. Okay. okay. So. Well, here. Uh, so, so yeah, we get we we get Felicia Day. We come back, and she says that she wants to do it again. We do it a second time, and like, and she like really loves it. 
She and so we're we're really excited after that. Right. So then we're like, well, wait, okay, wait, wait, I, I gotta say this. one thing is that one thing that really amazed me about that is that her as a pseudo celebrity actually asked us to sign the letter that we gave her. Yeah, that yes. was pretty. Which, that was pretty, pretty cool. That, 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 awesome. that, that to me was like that to me was like saying, "Oh, we're doing this a lot more." <laughs> yeah, and, but like particularly after getting Felicia Day, I'm like, okay, so now we need to start getting like like as many celebrities around PAX right. as we can. And at that point, I mean, from that one spot you got her, you could turn around and see your next two targets. Yeah, exactly. You didn't know it at the time. Now, yeah, na- yeah. now, okay, so right, there's so gotta be. This is, we're we're gonna, I think, skim okay. the next part and just say list who you got. Okay, so okay. we got. We got so the so on Saturday we got Jonathan Colton uh, under part. Wait, I gotta tell the story of John. It I, just, I, it I, I, I can make it short. It I can make it short. Very can, short. Yeah, I will make it very short. Jonathan Colton Rick ruled the entirety of Pax uh, twice at his concert. We were talking to Porkfire, who did the DVD about the Bad Horse thing, and he had mentioned that it is like a Rick roll. To which his eyes weren't wide and said, "You have to get Colton." We as revenge. As revenge. <laughs> we agreed. He brought him out of the booth to do it. We almost weren't able to do it because he didn't inform the enforcers and we almost got tackled by them, but we did it. He, he was interviewed. He, he was being interviewed. We hit him. We bolted out of there and he continued right on with the interview as if nothing happened. And Pork Fry was thinking, laughing his ass thinking off. That pork fry was thinking, thinking that Pork Fry would cut it out. Cut and out por- that section and that it would just be a seamless interview. And pork pork fry, background would shift, but that no, was it. Yeah. Pork Fry so, is going to get caught in bad. Yeah, and but there's not going to be any video of that because Porkfire will not allow that online. Actually, we probably shouldn't even be talking about it, honestly. Oh, whatever. But, uh, there's, there's, already people that, there's already people that apparently put it on YouTube. Oh, really? Already recorded it. Okay. Well, because yeah. he, what he wanted to do oh, is he, he didn't want anyone to know that we got Colton like that until the DVD came out. Yeah. But, I think but anyway, enough. yeah, so we got Colton, we got Will Wheaton, Wheaton. we got Gabe and Tycho. We got uh, the Gabe and Tycho one is oh, a pretty impressive one. That actually. was pretty intense yeah. because, like, oh, just to give a little bit of an extender on the Gabe and Tycho one, we went to the Q and A panel. It was the last Q and A panel on Sunday. Pork actually got us in without having to wait in line. Yeah, so we get up there. That much. We get in line. We get all the thing, and then and then Tycho's like, "Okay, we got only two questions left," and we're like the fourth question. So we're like, "Shit." What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we? And Kaza actually looks at us and starts pointing at the guy in front Stop. of him. And goes, "Start cracking!" Like, yeah, yeah. Can ask him. Okay, so we ask the guy who's in front of us, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no." But then we're like, "No, no, we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be singing Bad Horse and to the guys." By the luck of us, he is a huge Bad Horse fan, and he literally looked at us and just goes, "Go!" go. <laughs> and so we do. We go over. We get it, and uh, and. Uh, like hand him over the letter and he starts kind of setting it over the side it's like no 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 you need to open the letter now yeah he does it this and like the second he starts opening the letter there are people in the uh, that, that was the thing that was crazy to me there were people in the audience who were like who like, actually were like, knew what was going oh on oh my god and then, like I was hearing like all kinds of little comments uh, small comments from a few different people and we start busting out the song Everyone starts clapping going nuts then and then they start clapping to the clapping song to the into song. the beat of it but I think the greatest thing is out of the corner of my eye is that is that when Gabe and Tycho talk at these panels, they're usually walking around or swaying or something like that. They both froze. <laughs> <laughs> they're frozen on stage in like awe and uh, I swear to God, I see Tycho's head moving slightly to us and back to the leather and then back to us <laughs> and then back to the leather and then back to us. And so we get it done. We and we're done and we bolt and Kaza and I was sitting in the audience just in front of the microphone where they were sitting. The audience goes absolutely apeshit. These guys get a standing ovation from the audience. The nice. panel ends just straight after that. 
Taiko actually says, and that is the end of the panel. No, and no, like seriously, like seriously, t- Gabe and Taiko were just kind of just staring at it for two seconds while we got it, and Gabe goes, "That was fucking awesome." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Taiko goes, and "I guess that's the end, the end of the panel." Of the panel. <laughs> These guys have a standing ovation. Everyone sits down. Then Taiko says, "That's the end of the panel," mm-hmm. and everyone just sits down, uh, is still clapping from their sitting position. Mm-hmm. Gabe and Taiko don't get a standing ovation. These guys do. <laughs> it, was, it was that really impressive. It was really intense. If, if for some reason the guy who is in front of us hears this, or if you know the guy who is in front of us and you hear this, please tell him once again, thank you from the bottom of our hearts, because that was absolutely amazing. I think we're going to have to contact Tycho and Gabe, and I've got a picture of him. I took mm-hmm. a picture of him. Like, put it on the front page, if He's you know this person. <laughs> a tall yeah. black guy in a Domican um, hoodie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send that to Gabe and Tycho with a big circle around that guy saying, this guy is a champ, and this guy allowed the bad horse to happen. Right. Send, send that to me because when, when, when I see The, the other the big email, one that I, that. that I really enjoyed was the fact that we were able to get uh, Adam Sessler. Oh, that, that was... was, that like, was one of he the was walking around, he was rocking around just randomly, and we see him and we're like, oh, we need to get him. Yeah. So we... Get, <laughs> so we... Uh, so, uh... So we stop him, we go over, we do the song, and like right after, and he's just got this huge grin on his face as we're doing it, like looking back at us. No, okay, well, finish like, it here's, off. Here's, here's what he tells. Here's, here's how he tells it. He's, he told us that when we when we gave him the letter, he first looked at it and goes, "Am I being served? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck did I do?" And then he opens it up. And he's like, "Okay, now I'm completely confused." <laughs> and then he hears the song, and then he gets it, and he and he starts laughing so hard, like as we're doing. He, he's like, "Look!" He's like, "It's like he couldn't look at us in the face because he'd look at us and then just like turn back and start laughing." He looked at me and turned back to start laughing, and he looked at Prox and turned back and started laughing. Yeah. And then we. Thankfully, both, I'm right. I'm, I'm directly yeah. behind him. Yeah. But anyway, I'm so we give it to these guys, even though these people in front of them are. Doubled over laughing. Mm-hmm. These guys professionally keep going. Don't miss a beat. Don't yeah. miss a beat. Even Nothing when their done. mustaches are falling off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, to say, yeah. I was actually surprised at how well we sounded. Like, yeah. we, no, but, but, but to finish off the Sessler story. Yeah, essentially what ended up happening, so we finished it off, and he's like, I want to record this for X-Play. And so he goes over to the producer, uh, to the producer they have on hand there, and like the producer has no clue what the hell Doctor Doctor Horrible Singalong blog is. And but quite clearly, like, I, yeah, I, I, I tried to, I tried to like explain to him. I got about a sentence in, and yeah. So and like he, and like he does no clue. And Cesar's like, no, no, no. This is funny. You'll love this. And so we go over. We get it recorded. After we finish the recording, the guy who who's the producer says like that was fantastic, mm-hmm. and like. And so we, we may end up with it on X-Play. At the very least, we'll end up on, G, on the G4 website. And at the very least, we're getting the copy because we actually went to dinner with a bunch of, with a bunch of people over there, and he was in the same thing. And also not, oh. so that we don't sound like celebrity whore, like celebrity whoring assholes, mm-hmm. we did end up getting other attendees. Yes. Uh, yeah, including, we, we got... including good friend of ours, mm-hmm. Broken Angel, who mm-hmm. was nice. on the forums and was an Omega Knot. And, and Mario and Luigi goes. Yeah, Mario yeah, and Luigi goes. Harley Quinn. Who, who, didn't Harley get, Quinn. who didn't get what the heck we were doing. But enjoyed it nonetheless. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And Harley Quinn, who oh, was amazing. Yeah, yes. she's Harley Quinn. We'll, we'll keep it at that. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. <laughs> So yes, uh, it was it was Somebody a much greater success than I thought it was going to be, exactly. and it was and it was a lot of fun to do. And it, so, to no. me, it amazed me when it just came when it came from an idea. You know what would be cool? <laughs> we got fun to do that. Yeah. So so anyway, so anyway, how are we doing on 
We, we've almost hit an entire hour of horse rolls. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, that's just horse I rolls. I think, I think a two-hour pack Yeah, if we had to do a really long one. So I just start doing one, one line. Okay, so. two, this might two, be hour, part. two hours. Can we <laughs> do that? Yes. Are we going to get in trouble, Andy? If, if, if we, we can go a part one... And then a part two. And yeah, then a exactly. part two. And, okay. But if, if we need to, it's when we get home and we transfer everything over to the server, we can actually host it on our domain. No, no, the, the bandwidth isn't the problem. The problem okay. is we've made this commitment to doing one hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, you that can do part true. one and part two. Part one yeah. and part two works. You, you've okay. also made a commitment to doing random things, and this isn't exactly random. Oh, this <laughs> yeah. is, I'd say, pretty random. Yeah. yeah. This, 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 what? We're going to dinner. Hey, we should yes. record a podcast. Yeah, that, that's really how it was. Like, really, like, yeah. Like, yeah, how, sit, like sitting, how long ago was it? Sitting there at dinner tonight, we say, hey, why don't we all record a podcast together? Yeah. At <laughs> the same time. Yeah. And host got, it on three different podcasts. I'm, yeah, I'm actually going to talk to Sumgen and Grum and get this hosted on Leapix as well. We've, uh, I've yeah, got it. Even though yeah. we recorded yeah. one on Friday night with my brand new Astro Gaming headset, I love Ooh. those guys. Um, nice name. Not that we haven't been <laughs> dropping names already. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Astro Gaming, if you would like to send us money, please send or, it to the Or a headset. I, I'll, or headset. I'll take yes. a headset over yeah. the money. And in fact, I stopped at their booth and I'm going to send them an email in about a week and a half. Did, right. did you actually stop at the right booth this time? Yes. <laughs> I, I actually stopped at two booths now. Alright. <laughs> so, alright. Okay, so, so, so we're going two hours? Sure. Alright. Okay, so hard. before we get on to the other. So are we at an hour so we can clearly end part one? We are not at an hour yet. We'd have to, um... Yeah, we're not at an well, let, hour Let's yet. finish off the, um... Bad Horse. Bad Horse. Well, yes. that, that, that's, that's, I think pretty, that's pretty much, much all of it. Well, I mean, other than the fact that we, we met him, we met Sessler in, in there, and he, he absolutely loved it. Yeah. And, and he actually, oh, I, we, I got his email, and he said... There was, yeah, tonight, today, August 31st. Oh, yeah, today, uh, August 31st, is Adam Sessler's birthday, and, um... Was it technically? Well, yeah. Well, the CCST yeah. and the CCST West Coast and West Coast train, train trip. trip um, we actually got him over to our to our table, and we all sang happy birthday to him. We're all having dinner. Yeah. And so, yeah. he just went. He loved. He, it. he loved. He, it. I thought he it was, was about the sweetest. To cry. Yeah. No. He, no. No. I, he, he thought it was the sweetest thing ever. Like when I went back to him later, he said that was the absolutely sweetest thing ever. That he that he that it was we, great. He's a and guy. you know, yeah, he's he's a really good guy. And honestly, it you know. I'll say it. The only reason to watch G G four. Yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, Ninja but, Warrior's not half bad. Well, yeah. Ninja Warrior's not half bad either. Yeah, but, I love Ninja Warrior. When it comes to the game stuff yeah. on G four, because, because uh, the, the thing about him, which we found out very quickly tonight, and and over PAX, uh, because Anthony and I went the when we first were on the expo hall, we went we we went back and we're just wanted, and we happened to walk by Demigod. Uh, in the back, in the back of the expo hall, and one of their salesmen actually pulled us in, and we and we were playing it for a while on one of the screens. But right next to us was Sessler. Yeah, like and three feet away, he's playing demigod, and he's asking these like great questions about the gameplay. And there's no the crew, there's no like notes, that. there's nothing. It's just him purely asking these questions. Yeah, just self. Yeah, yeah for himself as... to get an understanding of the game, yeah. and an understanding right. of the mechanics, and understanding of what went into it. And I was and like hearing those questions, I'm like, that's. The exact questions that I would ask. That's yeah. that's well, someone who knows. Um, I, it was. It he was, was asking about the. He was asking about the control system. He was asking about the development of the game. He was asking like st- like he was act. He was asking stuff like, uh, like 
how did you come up with how did you come up with some of the designs for it? Mm-hmm. What were some of the concepts that you, that you, that you what, ran through for the characters that you? What do I need for? to run this? You know. Yeah. What kind of yeah? What kind of Which, computer and system you need to run this? It gives us a good segue into the next topic. That yeah, and about. we've reached our hour. Okay. So stay, stay tuned for hour two of whatever the hell. <laughs> <laughs>